Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. There is only one standard for you. Mark 8 from verse 13 to 15 says, And he left them and getting into the boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. There is one thing that is constant about God. Well, one of the things that is constant about God. God does not want his followers to be compromised. In a true sense, God does not make allowance for double standards. It is clear throughout the Bible that God maintains his standard of holiness. What about the issues that we deal with in the modern world? Issues that come against God's standards? Let us explore this particular text. The group of Jesus and his disciples had just come out of a great miracle. One more time, Jesus had used very little to feed about 4,000 people. Have you ever wondered about these stories of thousands of people who followed Jesus, spending inordinately long periods of time listening to his teaching and hoping for more miracles? Was Jesus so charismatic, or were people so desperate for something new and different, or both? We could speculate about those things, but the truth is, Jesus drew large crowds to himself on many, many occasions. This time, he had taken seven loaves and a few small fish and fed a massive crowd of people. There's one reason why the crowds followed him. Any person who can do that kind of thing, I mean, feed thousands of people with a little bit of food that can feed two, possibly three persons, that is a great person. I'm, count me in. The crowd would consist of the genuine followers, the media, the skeptics, the ones who are curious, those who want to find flaw with Jesus. Well, after this massive fish and bread feast, Jesus and his disciples went into a boat to go to another town. It was while they were at sea that they realized that they did not bring any food with them except one loaf of bread. One loaf of bread for 12 guys. There must have been a buzz among them. Maybe they were hungry, maybe they anticipated that they should have kept some of the fish and bread for themselves, but Jesus overheard their conversation and rebuked them like this. Be careful, fellows. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. If you think that you don't get what he is saying, try those disciples. They came up with a wrong explanation for Jesus' rebuke. They thought he was speaking to the fact that they had no food except the loaf of bread. But was he talking about that? Jesus not, was not talking about the what that they did not have. Rather, he was talking about the who that he is and what he represents. Let me explain. The Pharisees was a religious sect that specialized in their own adherence to an extensive set of rules and regulations. They were very critical of Jesus and his followers because they would constantly break some of these burdensome rules. But what was even more critical is that the Pharisees could not accept that Jesus was the Son of God, and they made it their business to keep that issue as the main event. There's no way that this man from Nazareth could be the Messiah. The tone of Jesus' rebuke on this occasion was a question as to whether they really know who Jesus is. I could hear him say to them, 
here you are, a bunch of my followers, and you're worried about whether you have food or not for this trip? You guys have been around me long enough to know that you don't need to worry about the mundane. You don't have to worry about whether you have food or not because God is here with you. I fed thousands of people on two occasions, guys, with a minimum of food and I had leftovers each time. Think about it. On the first occasion, I took five loaves and two fish and I fed the first crowd of 5,000 men alone, not counting women and children. And after that miraculous feast, there were... 12 baskets of leftovers, not scraps, leftovers. And the second time, we had seven loaves and a few small fish, and this crowd of 4,000 people ate as much as they could, and you collected seven baskets of leftovers. Do you not get it? That I am powerful, far more powerful than the doubting skeptics that the Pharisees are. I don't come around here demanding you to be good followers by observing a bunch of rules and regulations. No, my power is supernatural. I am here to lead you into a deeper understanding of God, the God who specializes in doing the miraculous in big and small circumstances. I'm challenging you to stop thinking on a Pharisee level that you have to rely on yourself to succeed in life. You don't have to trust in your ability to make it from day to day. That is what the Pharisees are known for. And in so doing, they set themselves up as the standard of righteous living. You've seen them around you in your local community, in your church. Those people who judge you based on their standards of do's and don'ts. And if you violate their rules, if you slip and fall, you are condemned. The Pharisees and Herod are always with you, forcing you to live to please others by observing man-made rules and taking your focus away from God. Jesus has one simple message for you and me. Do not compromise your faith by trying to do things by man-made standards. Trust me. You are in need of food? Trust me. If you are in trouble, trust me. If you don't have, trust me. Do not compromise your understanding of me. There is only one standard for living. Me, Jesus. I am your everything.